The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Thanks to Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Profit from the best advice. Collier'sRural.co.nz Well, we're almost at the end of round eight of the ANZ Netball Premiership. Joining us on the show this morning, former Silver Fern coach and uh, Gold Sport commentator Yvonne Willering. Morning, Yvonne. Yes, good morning. What a weekend of inconsistent play <laughs> in what only in one close game, and that was it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's go back to Saturday. Central Pulse holding on for that that two goal yep. win over the Stars. Yeah, and that could have gone either way. And it was interesting because for the Stars, Malishala mainly took the mid range shots, and Wilson was very accurate under the post, and they actually led for the majority of of the game. But then what happened? The Pulse came back in that final quarter, 16-10. And uh, I guess it was, a, like, it was a step and call against Wilson late in the game, which in the end proved crucial. I mean, all calls that go against you are, you know, are, well, I was going to say important, but yeah, you don't want. But from there, the Pulse went on, went by two goals up and really they maintained that lead. But Certainly, first quarter was 16-all, and it was all attacking work. And I'm going, when are we going for some intercepts? And even at three-quarter time, it was still 52-48 to the Stars. But, uh, yeah, just uh, slightly against the odds, actually. A pulse came back at them, and uh, like I said, that final quarter, 16-10, that just killed the Stars. So 64-62 to the pulse. But the rest of the games, let's look at the tactics. They handled the steel. I guess all teams, all teams must be wanting to play the steel uh, um, uh, week in, week out, mustn't they? Oh, uh, yeah. And it was a bit sad because in that first quarter, steel won the first quarter, you know, and a lot was made of it. Finally, steel's won, you know, mm. the first quarter, and they won at 10-9. And I'm going, yeah, but we all know that tactics are a quality side, and they're going to come back at them. And in that last quarter, I mean, the tactics won that 17-7 to so, uh, you know, up until that last quarter, in fact, it was an extremely low-scoring game with so many turnovers. Some of them, yes, they were intercepts, but also some of them were just badly directed passes. So, uh, yeah, I guess the tactics certainly capitalised on that. Dunn got 31 out of 32 and Selby Ricketts 19 out of 22. So if you're shooting well, you tend to be up there as well. And actually, Watson was player of the game, so certainly the tactics made the most of their opportunities. But again, the steel just could not get that ball into their shooters and you know it just shows how much like Saunders and Fisher in particular have have um, are missed and just they have not been replaced and I know they looked out particularly for Fisher I mean that was a late withdrawal you know but we they just have not managed to get a quality shooter that's basically said give me the ball I will shoot it I mean Tui was was very effective 16 out of 17 but just didn't get the ball to us and yesterday afternoon, the Magic, they went uh, trotted up to Auckland. They had one good half yeah. against the Mystics, but they ended up going down by 11. So what went wrong for the Magic? Yeah, up, absolutely. Very disappointed, actually, by the way the Magic finished that game. Appreciate they went into this game, what, one um, one win each, uh, you know, and they certainly were very close encounters. But again, unforced errors cost the Magic. Uh, I guess you could say the score did not reflect how close the game actually was, and it probably wasn't. It was actually the worst shooting accuracy from Nowicki. She got 50 out of 62. But with Nowicki, because of her height and her unbelievable jump, 
she still manages to get her own rebound. So even when she misses, she still gets the second attempt at it. You know, and the uh, the Mystics in the end had 77 attempts to um, Magic's 58. So Magic certainly were more accurate. 24 out of 25, uh, 29, and 25 out of 29. So they were more accurate, but just couldn't get the ball in there. And at, even at half time, it was only 28, 26 to Mystics. But you know, suddenly not even a bonus point. And the third quarter was the telling quarter. And lots of people mm. always talk about that third quarter. And it is difficult to fight back from that. Although at one stage, Magic did fight back in that final quarter, but just couldn't contain it. And that third quarter went 18 11 to the Mystics. And a player of note actually in that game, and even though Karaka got player of the game, Kara Stife, a young goalkeeper, uh, I thought she played really well. Not, she looked for intercept, but also she had tremendous success marking the shot. And you know, and uh, certainly Mez um, and Ekinacio were very aware of her, so I thought she played well. Shame about it was that was Ekinacio's 100th league game. Appreciate she actually has played for a few teams. She's actually played for the Firebird over in Australia, played for Pulse, and now obviously playing for Magic. So, um, yeah, it's not not a way they would have liked to have no. celebrated her 100th league game. You know, and the opportunity was there. Like, at the start, we're going, yeah, look, even at half time, that, you know, it could go either way. But um, Mystics, yes, they certainly uh, improved in that third quarter. But I also thought that Magic fell away and just never got the intercepts that's required to win a game. We talk about shooters always, the ones that win the game. And certainly accuracy comes into it. But if you have a look at it, Mystics weren't that accurate in this game and yet still managed to come out with a really decent win, 60-49. So, you know, if you can't get defensive ball, particularly if you're down, you're in trouble. And uh, that proved the case in this game. And Magic will go away from this uh, disappointed with their their outing. Not just because they lost, but one, they lost badly, didn't even get a bonus point. But also that just wasn't the Magic that has played against the Mystics in the last two encounters. So the tough thing is the Mystics have got to get up and do it all over again tonight, the Battle of Auckland against the Northern Stars. You'll be calling that match, and again, that's going to be a toughie. Yeah, the Mystics obviously at home, so it's not. at least they haven't got travel to add to the yeah. whole equation. Secondly, also because they've had a win. So, you know, and yes, they're at the top of the table. So all that certainly goes in their favour. And again, the Stars, you know, they looked at that game against Pulse and go, nah, we could have won it. At least they got a bonus point. So, yeah, I mean, they must. Mystics must go into this game as favourites. But, um, you know, teams know that, that sometimes they have to have back-to-back. And don't forget, at the World Champs, there's going to be back back so it's a good good experience for players so uh, yeah uh, are we expecting a close encounter I have no idea I'd expect Mystics to win it especially at home um, but you just don't know anymore I mean I thought the Mystics Magic game would at least stay within five five goals and that just did not happen It's a very congested ANZ Championship it's going to be a good match tonight Yvonne have a good call Will do yeah looking forward to it 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts, but it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.